Sunday Meditation, November 29, 1981. LL Research Channeling Hatan and Latwi. L. Channeling. I am Hatan, and I greet you, my brothers and sisters, in the love and the light of the Infinite Creator. We of Hatan thank you for the pleasure we have derived from your joyous music. For all too often, my brothers and sisters, the only sounds that reach our ears are those directed to us from individuals who, in their suffering, cry out for help and relief. Although we of Hatan realize that it is both our responsibility and service to respond to these messages of distress. We wish to add that we are deeply touched and pleasured by the sounds of joy and sharing that seem to come from your planet all too seldom. Tonight, we of Hatan wish to share with you a small story concerning a child who was able to fly. Perhaps this may seem a rather preposterous beginning, yet we will continue with our story, for there is a purpose in our sharing it with you. A child was born. The child was not abnormal in any fashion. He had eyes, ears, arms, and legs of the correct number. As he grew older, he learned to speak, to walk, to handle the various utensils for eating, for working, for enjoyment. Yet, this child was different in one respect. He was aware of the world around him. His awareness of his surroundings was not the result of a sudden inspiration or insight, but rather was simply a continuous perception that he had brought into the world with him and had managed to resist being indoctrinated into disbelieving. In a sense, this child was more a normal child than those about him, for he was not blinded by the stories and half-truths that distort reality. Naturally, the child's familiarity with the world about him became evident due to his ability to flow in attunement with those energies about him. This was evident in others. Correction. This was evident to others in that the child was able to create or dissolve material objects at will. Yet this was constantly overlooked as simply a sleight of hand or deception. For other children do not question reality, and elders who regard themselves as much wiser found their own answers to explain this phenomenon rather than to accept it for its actuality. The breaking point arrived, however, when the child began to fly. Again, the other children, being less fully indoctrinated, were capable of accepting this practice, 
For is it not a natural practice for one who is aware of the illusory state of his surroundings to be able to manipulate the illusion? The elders, the adults, those who were wise, however, found the prospect much less enchanting and again created in a distorted fashion their own understanding of this phenomena. The child, being different, must be evil and therefore must be destroyed. The child was captured if a simple response of approaching when requested can be interpreted as capturing and was put upon a trial in which he was expected to answer a number of questions dealing with complex theories developed by the elders to explain the process by which he had attained large quantities of a supposedly evil and forbidden knowledge. The child was confused, for he knew nothing of metaphysics, of religions, of theories, of superstitions. He simply knew the substance of which his world was composed. He was simply aware of the malleability of his surroundings and his ability to mold them, to flow with them as a feather flows on a liquid stream. Eventually, the trial was over. The child, now regarded as both evil and uncooperative, was condemned to death for such was the only response conceivable to those wise elders who sought to protect themselves from the knowledge they suspected the child bore. We will not dwell upon details of pain. It will suffice to say the child's physical vehicle was terminated. Yet, the child joyfully continued to fly, for not bearing the heavy burden of wisdom possessed by those elders, the child was not borne down and crushed to the earth by the fears of a physical death, but simply continued to live and to fly. The child was unaware that this death, as they called it, was to be something frightening, to be avoided, to flee from as long and with as much effort as possible. He was but a child, and only knew that his universe was still malleable, was still subject to his own powers of creation, and thus, happily, the child continued to fly. My brothers, the child in all of us continues to fly. We can load it down with the heavy burdens of this supposed knowledge and wisdom of the worlds we create. We can crush ourselves to the earth with our needs, our possessions, with the heavy burdens which we create for ourselves. Or we can see them in their proper perspective as malleable conditions that we have created for the purpose of our own learning we can use them toward that and relinquish them when we are finished. My brothers, 
my sisters, if your burdens are heavy, lay them down and come fly. I am Hatan. Carla Channeling I am Hatan and am now with this instrument. I greet you again, my friends, in the love and in the light of the Infinite Creator. We would continue through this instrument. My friends, we realize that there is always some gap between the concepts or inspirations which we might offer you and practical application of the original thought of the Infinite Creator in your life. We have not drifted so far from your experience of third density that we have forgotten the gravity that holds you down, both physically and metaphysically. We do suggest to you that you might lay aside your metaphysical gravity and take your birthright as a co-creator of this infinite universe and fly wherever and whenever you wish inaudible is to invite even the most devoted student to inquire as to the precise nature of the mechanics of flight. My friends, we do not speak of the mechanical concept of flight. Let us look at the same concept from a slightly different point of view. Say that you are a detective, each of you on the trail of the suspect. This suspect is reputed to be the true self, the most daring, careful, and inventive detective shall never discover his own true self. For the self is revealed to the self unexpectedly, as if by chance you walked into a strange room in a strange house and unexpectedly caught sight of your face in the mirror. How startled the person is to see that reflection when it is not expected. How different the person suddenly looks. Within the bleak outline of difficult days or the rich outline of good ones, something unexpected occurs and in the life of the self a discovery is made by you about yourself. These things cannot be predicted, cannot be planned. They are the revelations of the self to the self. They are the marks of an adventure which each of you has begun in the seeking for the truth. For my friends, the truth lies within yourself and within that self which is the true self. That true self we submit to you, my friends, is love. And the nature of that love is such that it opens to you, in all unity, all the creation. Here, my friends, is true flight. Here is the capacity and ability to be the essence, to experience all that is. In meditation, such a search is mounted. The self seeks the self. In meditation, such a thing is considered possible. 
your spirit can fly. We have had far less of a heavy. We correct this instrument. Chemical illusion to penetrate. Are able to see more of the creation as ourselves, to fly further, to feel love. And in our feeling of unity with you, we reach out our hands to you. We cannot do this for you, but we can tell you that it is possible. We shall be with you, my friends, at any time that you wish to meditate. We are messengers of love, and we send you that love at all times. It is a creation of love. Come fly with us, my friends, in a universe filled with the love and the light of the infinite Creator. Before we leave this instrument, we would like to work with each in the room, conditioning those who request it and working with new channels. We would first spend some of what you call time with the one known as R, that this entity may share with us the vibratory harmonics of our relationship. I am Hatan. I am Hatan, and am again with this instrument. We thank the one known as R, and will continue spending time with him, and we work with the one known as S. We would like to say a few words through this instrument at this time. I am Hatan. S. Channeling. I am Hatan. It is a pleasure to greet you once more through this instrument. It has been some time since we have been able to speak through this instrument. We are pleased to be able to share our conditioning vibration with this instrument once more. We of Hatan are pleased, as always, to be able to work with those of you who are attempting what you call the channeling process. We are indeed honored to be of service to you in this area. We would at this time like to make our contact known to the one known as D. If he would relax, we would make contact at this time. I am Hatan. Carla Channeling. I am Hatan. I am again with this instrument and confirm that we have good contact with the one known as D and intend to speak through this instrument. The one known as D is somewhat fatigued at this time and has some question as to our contact. We would not wish in any way to intrude upon any question or conflict regarding our channeling, but will once again offer this contact to the one known as D if this entity wishes to use this energy at this time. I am Hatan. D. Channeling. I am Hatan and am with this instrument. 
We of Hattan are pleased to be working with this instrument at this time. I am Hattan. Carla, channeling. I am Hattan and am once again with this instrument. We thank the one known as S and the one known as D for the great privilege of working with each of them. We are aware of many questions in the mind of the one known as D of a philosophical nature regarding our source and our relationship with energies connected with this planet. It is our sincere hope that we, or one of our brothers or sisters of the Confederation of Planets in the service of the Infinite Creator, may speak and share our thoughts to any questions which any entity might have, if not at this time, at any time that is desired. We would very much like to close this particular message through the instrument known as W. This instrument desires at this time to offer itself for our service. I am Hatan. W. Channeling. I am Hatan and am now with this instrument. To greet each of you in the love and the light of the Infinite Creator is a constant reminder that in truth we are all as one. With our entire message and purpose for contact being sharing this love and experience. And it is that spirit with which we leave you and pray you forever share with all of your brothers and sisters on the face of the planet. We leave you. Adonai, my friends. Carla, channeling. I am Latwi. I am Latwi. I am with this instrument. We greet you in the love and the light of the infinite creator and are sorry to yell, but we forget about this instrument. We would like to talk to you about a small, hard-shelled animal. It is on the ocean bottom. It is a private animal, sifting seawater and gaining food. It values its privacy. One day, a grain of sand gets stuck in this animal's jaw. What is this animal to do? It cannot spit. It sits there, grumbling to itself. Why do I have a piece of sand stuck in my jaw? It hurts. It continues to hurt. Its hard-shelled body begins to cover the sand to protect it from hurting. It learns to deal with the pain. And one day, some alien sweeps along the bottom of the ocean and scoops up this animal, forces it open, and finds a pearl, my friends, of great price. Side one of the tape recording this session ends here. We continue on side two with Carla channeling Letwi. This instrument for a while and are grateful for the opportunity. 
At this time, we would transfer. I am known to you as Latwi. Jim, channeling. I am Latwi, and greet you again through this instrument. We are most honored to be able to join you this evening in your meditation and shall now attempt the answering of questions which those present might have value in the asking. Are there any questions at this time? D. Speaking of the bottom of the ocean, what can you tell me about dolphins? Latwi. I am Latwi, and my brother, we can say many things about dolphins. We, of course, do not suppose to give biology lessons, but may remark in passing that the creatures which are known to you as dolphins are much more than animals which swim in the deep. For these creatures have, for many of your years, possessed the prize of the human form which is called the extension of the brain complex known as the frontal lobes, and, therefore, this creature does have the intelligence that exceeds many of your so-called second-density creatures, and is able to communicate with those of its own kind, and other entities as well, on a level which you may describe as telepathic. Is there any further specific information regarding this creature which you ask about at this time, my brother? D. What is their evolutionary track? How did they become dolphins? Latwi. I am Latwi. And my brother, in this regard, we may say that the creatures known to you as dolphins have progressed upon a path which is in, shall we say, somewhat of a balance or opposition to the path which the humanoid creatures of your kind have traveled. Those of the Homo sapien nature have traveled a path that has, for the most part, been a dusty one, and one which has remained upon the land. The creatures known to you as dolphins have traveled a path which has been somewhat more moist, this path has included the single-celled creatures of the ocean which have developed over a period of time the nature of the vertebrate, which has included the knobby protrusion at one end known as the brain. This continuing evolution of complexity of the nervous system has developed additional parts of this brain which have corollaries to your cortex and thinking processes. The continuing development through various forms of what you would call fishes has progressed to the aquatic form of a mammal, which has reached its zenith upon this planet in the ones which you call dolphins, and some forms of the creatures which you call whales, in that these creatures have been able to develop an additional portion of the brain organ which we have referred to previously as the frontal lobes and in this regard, have activated an energy center which has allowed them the communication which might be called telepathic. 
Is there any further way which we might be of service to you in this regard, my brother? D. What's the density of the dolphin? Latwi. I am Latwi, and my brother, we might suggest to you that, as you are aware, many creatures upon your planet now, including the human form, possess the body of the fourth density in activation. And this is also the case with the creatures known to you as dolphins. May we answer you further, my brother? D. No. Latwi. We are most grateful for this opportunity to be of service. Is there another question at this time? L. Yes. On that same subject of dolphins, will they go through the same process of division into the polarized groups as we will? Latwi. I am Latwi. My brother, we might suggest that your assumption is correct to the best of our knowledge. May we answer you further? L. Yes. In comparison to our own race's progress in polarization, how would you compare our progress with that of the dolphins? Latwi. I am Latwi. And my brother, we do not wish to make any present feel lesser in their seeking. But your brothers and sisters of the dolphin family have been much more united and centered in their seeking and choosing of a polarity. For their seeking has resulted in the positive polarity choice to an almost unanimous degree. May we answer you further, my brother. L. Yes. Is this also true of the group we refer to as killer whales? Latwi. I am Latwi. This is correct, my brother. May we answer you further? L. No. Thank you for your help. Latwi. We thank you as well. Is there another question at this time? Carla, while we're on dolphins, do dolphin, does the dolphin race precede the humanoid race and have its own individual and particular genetic trail, or did those of Atlantis deal genetically with and become part of the dolphin race at one point many thousands of years ago? Latwi, I am Latwi, and my sister. In this regard, we may note that crossover, shall we say, between the races of your third density beings, this including those known as dolphins and some forms of those called whales, has been very minimal. The genetic progress of the ones known as dolphins has been, for the most part, a progress of a homogeneous nature dwelling also within the boundaries of the third density illusion which you experience. Therefore, this trail which has been traveled by the dolphin is a trail which began at the same time the trail of the humanoid form began upon your planet, approximately 75,000 of your years ago. 
May we answer you further, my sister? Carla. Yes, so that those who incarnated as that type of fish reincarnated as that type of fish, and so forth, just as we have incarnated many times as what we call humans. Their path has been one that they followed carefully, and they are a breed getting ready for harvest, just as we are. Is this correct? Or have they gone through harvest early and are now living in fourth-density activated bodies? Or do they have dual-activated bodies? Latwi I am Latwi, and my sister. Upon this query, we might say that these entities of which you speak are, for the most part, inhabiting those bodies which you might call doubly activated, and shall continue in that form upon the completion of that which is called the harvest. And we might also note that you are correct in assuming that they have remained with this form for the entire 75,000 years of this third density cycle. For their experience in that form and in the medium known to you as water has been unique for their race. And to change forms from that of the aquatic to that of the land creature known as the humanoid would not be of the greatest value in the seeking of the light and the love of the one creator. For they have their mode, shall we say, and your people have their own. May we answer you further, my sister. Carla. No, indeed. Thank you. Latwi. We thank you, as always. Is there another query at this time? W. Yes, concerning the unicorns in California and the caretakers and so-called otherwise parents of those unicorns, can you elaborate a little bit as to maybe what sort of density beings that the unicorns are and what sorts of people its human caretakers' parents are? Latwi. I am Latwi. And my brother, we do not wish to appear too dumbfounded, but we are unable to determine the thrust of your query. We are unable to find such a creature within the realm of your third density existence at present. May we ask if there is a further refinement of this query which you might make to aid our understanding of it. W. Would these creatures be of another density and still nonetheless be able to have appeared on this planet and made themselves aware to third density beings? And what would be the significance of that? Latwi. I am Latwi, and we believe we have somewhat more information upon which to begin our response to this query. There are many beings of many forms which inhabit those planes of your planetary existence, which are known as the astral planes. These planes are not of another density, but are associated with the third density experience. 
This is much likened unto the form your people take upon the passing through the stage of death. The activation of the fourth ray, or the green ray body, also known as the astral body, does take place upon the process of death and may pass through many planes of existence which are contained within the astral and devocanic levels of your planet. Many of the creatures which you have referred to are inhabitants of these planes of existence and may from time to time become visible to some of the peoples of your planet who have a certain relationship with these creatures. It must be understood, however, that these creatures are not what you might call regular or normal inhabitants of your planetary surface, for their pattern of existence is not within the space-time complex or location of your third density, but is upon a level which is what you might call not visible to the normal third density eye. May we answer you further, my brother. W. How about a different question? How can these beings be photographed and put in a newspaper with otherwise what I would believe to be third density going into fourth density human being types? Latwi. I am Latwi. And, my brother, we might suggest several possibilities for this phenomenon of the photographing of such an entity. One possibility is that such an entity might, for a moment, become more material, shall we say, or become focused within this density so that its reproduction by the photograph would become possible. Another possibility, which is much greater in its likelihood, is that such a creature might be, shall we say, falsely inserted into such a photograph so that they appear to exist, when in fact they might not have existed at the time the photograph was made. May we answer you further, my brother? W. No. Latwi. Is there another question at this time? L. Yes, one last question on the dolphins. There is a tradition or story that dolphins have a strong enmity towards sharks. Is this strictly the result of a protective effort to protect their young? Or is there a significance to sharks that brings out this response in dolphins? Latwi. I am Latwi, and my brother, we might note in this regard that the ones known to you as sharks and the ones known to you as dolphins do have their evolutionary history and shared experience. And it has been the experience of the ones known as dolphins that the ones known as sharks have been, shall we say, placed in opposition to them in the position of the one who would attack and devour the young of the dolphin herd. And therefore, the ones known as dolphins have, of necessity, made certain precautionary, shall we say, procedures, a part of their pattern of existence with these creatures known as sharks. Each 
has served the other in their own particular pattern of behavior, and the progress of each has been thusly enhanced. May we answer you further, my brother. L. Yes, what level of development are sharks? Latwi. I am Latwi, and we might say that the one known as sharks remain in the high second density of their particular species. There have been some individual crossovers, shall we say, from the shark line into that which is known as the dolphin, which is another part of their evolutionary history, have shared the experience, and has been part of the chain of evolution for both. May we answer you further, my brother? L. This crossover has taken place through reincarnation and not while in occupation of a physical body? Is this correct? Latwi. I am Latwi. This is correct. L. That answers my question. Thank you. Latwi. We are most grateful to you as well. Is there another question at this time? Carla. I have something I've been wondering about. I've always had a very strong feeling for angels, the traditional Christian angel, seraphim, cherubim hosts, etc. I have no doubt as to their reality on the inner plane, and I wondered what their relationship might be to you and if you work with me. Latwi. I am Latwi, and my sister, we might most succinctly say that we are one with all beings. In specific, we shall remark on one particular relationship which we have with these beings which you might describe as angelic. Upon your inner planes, upon the planes known to you as the Devakanic planes, reside many of what are most frequently called by your people as the masters. Various brotherhoods do exist here upon the inner planes, and we of Latwi do have communication with some of these brotherhoods, for it is from such entities that have gone through the incarnational cycle of your planet and who by their own individual effort have achieved that known to you as the harvest that we might discover the nature of your people and thereby make our contact more harmoniously felt by the groups to which we hope to communicate. It has been our great privilege to be able to speak with these entities from time to time in the gathering of information which has enlarged our understanding of your peoples. May we answer you further, my sister. Carla. Yes, just a question about something that has always pleased me about angels, and that is the thought that they are forever praising the Creator. Traditionally, what they are saying is holy, 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 etc., that this never stops, that there is an endless praising of the Creator. 
Is this in fact a part of the vibration in this particular plane of existence? Has this in fact happened? Latwi. I am Latwi, and my sister, again we shall begin our response with a general response, saying that each entity, no matter what the density, does praise the Creator. Many entities do this on an unconscious level. As we are noting, there is such praise occurring at this moment. As we progress through the levels of the inner planes, we see that there is a varying degree of conscious praising of the Creator in the fashion which you mention, and in other means as well. As we ascend the planes of the Devakanic levels, we find that there is, shall we say, less and less of the communication of these angelic beings with those of your peoples, and more of that phenomenon which you have described as the constant praising of the One Creator. It is upon such levels that the light and the love of the One Creator truly shines as a beacon. May we answer you further, my sister. Carla, I'll hold it till another time. Thank you. Latwi, we are most grateful to you for this opportunity to be of service. Are there any further questions at this time? I am Latwi. We have been most privileged to be able to join you this evening. We hope that our presence will be requested at future gatherings, for we are coming to be somewhat of a ham, as you might say, and do thoroughly enjoy these sessions of questions and answers, and wish we were able to respond to the query of the one known as Fairchild but do not feel that our mastery of the feline tongue is yet sufficient to do so. I am known to you as Latwi, and I leave you now in the love and in the light of the one infinite creator. We shall be with you in your future. Adonai, my friends. Adonai Vasu Boragas. Go forth then, rejoicing in the power and the peace of the One Infinite Creator.